Welcome to another Sunday Musings episode. Um, again, I was invited to teach a class or to teach a, a service at my church. Um, in December, they asked me, you know, to do it for the first time. And I got up there and I talked about spiritual warfare. And one of the things I touched on was Psalm 91. So I just felt that it would be appropriate. Um, I was kind of, I felt like I needed to, you know, one of those kind of feelings to dive in in those particulars, you know. And so when I was asked to do it again this month in January, I felt led to talk about Psalm 91. And so I broke it down verse by verse and explained um, in depth what these verses were referring to about the different covenants that God was making with us and um, who some of these verses were referring to. If, if we could assign, you know, if we could make, if we can personify, you know, demons. Because, believe it or not, Psalm 91 was calling out some demons by name. So, what I want to do is just play the, uh, play the audio recording from the service we had past Thursday. And uh, I hope it blesses you guys. I hope you guys, you know, get something out of it. And I just, I feel blessed that God's allowing me to, to teach on His Word. So I want to share this with you. I believe this is becoming a monthly thing at the church. So um, there may be episodes like this to come, you know, every month, uh, at least as, you know, as long as God's willing. So I hope you enjoy it. I love you guys. And uh, don't stop believing. spiritual warfare and I mentioned Psalm 91 as, as being a tool of prayer you know in spiritual warfare yeah. and so today I wanted to break down Psalm 91 Amen. verse by verse and just uh just kind of pick it apart a little bit and try to get an understanding as to why it's so powerful Amen. as a prayer against you know demonic forces so I guess I will start off with reciting Psalm 91. There you go. Um, I know most of you guys probably have the King James Version, but I'm going to read it from <clears throat> what I use. I have the uh, New American Standard. Yes. So just bear with me. If it's not the same as what you're, as what you're reading, it'll be close. It's just another translation. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, Psalm 91. He who dwells in the shelter of the Most High will abide in the shadow of the Almighty. Amen. I will say to the Lord, my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust. Yes. For it is he who delivers us from the snare of the trapper and from the deadly pestilence. He will cover you with his pinions, and under his wings you may seek refuge. His faithfulness is a shield and a bulwark. Mm-hmm. You will not be afraid of the terror by night, or of the arrow that flies by day, of the pestilence that stalks in darkness, or of the destruction that lays waste at noon. A thousand may fall at your side and ten thousand at your right hand, but it shall not approach you. You will only look on with your eyes and see the recompense of the wicked. For you have made the Lord my refuge, even the most high your dwelling place. No evil will befall you, nor will any plague come near your tent. For he will charge his angels concerning you to guard you in all your ways. Yes, amen. They will bear you up in their hands so that you do not strike your foot against a stone. You will tread upon the lion and the cobra. The young lion and the serpent you will trample down. Yes. And then it gives three verses of God's prophetic word. Because he has loved me, therefore I will deliver him. Amen. I will set him securely on high because he has known my name. <laughs> yes, thank you, Lord. Thank you, He Lord. will call upon me and I will answer him. <coughs> I will be with him in trouble. Yeah. I will rescue him and honor him. 
with a long life, I will satisfy him and let him see my salvation. Amen. 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 All right. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God. Thank you, Lord. Um, so that's that's the that's the whole song. Amen. Uh, you can hear just by just by reciting, there's a lot of powerful stuff in there. Yes, amen. There's a lot of moving stuff in there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this psalm was written by David. There was a lot of speculation as to maybe Moses writing this psalm because yeah. it's so old. Yeah. Um, but if you would go to the Septuagint, which is the the Greek translation of the Old Testament in the Second Temple Jewish period, okay, um, like 300 BC to Jesus's time, they credited Psalm 91. It, it shows that David is the author. Yeah. Um, if you look at the Dead Sea Scrolls. It had Psalm 91 in it too. Praise the Lord. And it also <laughs> gave credit to David. Amen. Um, in that, they had four exorcism songs <clears throat> together. Three were incomplete, and then there's Psalm 91. It was complete. Amen. Thank so you. So it, it just goes to show you how old this is, um, and different variations of the Bible and extra biblical texts. Psalm 91's in all of them. Amen. Uh, also, David wrote like 3,600 psalms. I found out, like from wow. Michael Heiser. Uh, he he wrote 3,600 songs, so it's more than likely if it's a song he wrote it. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Early Jews they would use Psalm 91, and what they used um, they had what they called incantation bowls, where they would write a prayer, they would inscribe it inside of a bowl that they would eat from or wash from or whatever, and they would lace Psalm 91 in there for extra protection. Praise the Lord. Um, Praise the Lord. It's also very popular among militaries, World War One, World War Two, Vietnam. They all have stories of units reciting Psalm 91 together and getting through hard times. Amen. Um, most times untouched. Wow. Uh, let's see. <coughs> yeah. There's a reason why spiritual warfare keeps coming up. I mentioned it last month. Kenny touched on it a week ago, um, just the other day. And we're getting back into it again. I think there's a reason for it. Amen. And I think it's because we have something coming. Yes. Um, so I just want to yes. I want to obey and just try to flesh out as much as we can. Amen. So first verse. He who dwells in the shelter of the Most High will abide in the shadow of the Almighty. If somebody would, whoever wants to, would somebody take a, a couple of verses for me? I'm going to need... Okay. Uh, on this one, just... James 4, 8. And it'll, it'll show how he's being referenced again in the New Testament. He who dwells in the shelter of the Most High will abide in the shadow of the Almighty. And you can hear a, a bit of a reference to that. I got it, Bob. Okay, go ahead. It says, draw nigh to God, and he will draw nigh to you. Cleanse your hands, ye sinners, and purify your hearts, ye double-minded. Okay. So draw nigh to him, and he will draw nigh to you. Amen. Amen. If you dwell in this shelter, that means you're you're living in the spirit. Because what does the shelter do? It provides warmth yeah. and comfort. Yes. Yeah. Uh, gives you protection. Amen. That's everything that the spirit of the Lord gives That's you. That's right. So if you're dwelling in the shelter, you're living in the spirit. Amen. Yeah. Um, of the Most High. That's awesome. If you look at Deuteronomy 32. Uh, you don't have to go there or anything, but it, it kind of gets into the, the worldview because we have, to, we have to understand that we are in a supernatural world. Yes. Okay? Um, God being the most high, that lets you know that there are things beneath him that have dominion. Okay? He had given dominion over the world, and he kept Israel for himself. But God is the most high. Uh, no other God is supposed to be worshipped other than him. Yes. So, But that's, that's something... That's something else I don't want to go off on a tangent. Uh, but continuing on that verse, will abide in the shadow of the Almighty. Again, abide means to stay close to, right? To, to, to dwell and to abide, they both mean to, to spend time with or to stay near. Yeah. So if you choose, because he who dwells in the shelter of the Most High, it doesn't say that you have to. You're choosing to abide in the shadow of the Almighty. Amen. If you're in somebody's shadow, you're close to him. Amen. Right? That's yeah. right. Amen. You're trying to stay close to That's him. That's good. That's good. So if you draw nigh to him, he'll draw nigh to you. Amen. Amen. So that's, that's verse one. I know I'm going to go through this. It'll feel kind of quick, but it takes a while. You know, it takes a while <laughs> to get through. So if, it, if I keep rambling, if y'all want to say something or add something, <laughs> Praise just the Lord. go at it. Um, otherwise, I'm going to go on to verse two. Thank you, Jesus. I will say to the Lord, 
my refuge, and my fortress, my God in whom I trust. Amen. In this verse, the, the psalmist, in this, this case David, or if we read it, we make it personal. Yes, I will say to the Lord, my refuge, my fortress, my God. That's confessing our faith to God. Yes. And that's necessary if we're going to receive God's gifts. Amen. If we want to get back, we had to give glory to him and confess to him that we need him. Um, his blessings and gifts are ours. We just have to accept it. I looked at it like kind of like uh, if you receive a package in the mail, you know, you have to sign for it. Mm-hmm. You know, say, I want that. And then you receive your gift. You know, you have to claim it. Yeah. And that's kind of how it works in the same way. You know, we have to we have to claim that we want God. Amen. Um, that's good. And like I said, make it personal because when we read Psalm 91 over somebody, like if you read this over your family for their protection, we want to personalize it. We don't want to just recite it how, how it is here. We want to make right. it come from that's us. Right. Yeah. right? That's Same thing with the Ephesians prayers. When yeah. we say those, we want to make it personal. Amen. To make that easier, I'm kind of getting ahead of myself, but I've, I've printed out a whole bunch of copies of Psalm 91 written in a way that's like a it's a personal perspective. Okay, cool. There's little blanks on there. If you want to write your name into the blank or write somebody that you love into the blank, Come on. that way you're making a covenant with God and it, it kind of makes it a little easier. To do it yeah, that, I like that, that version. Yeah, I, like that. Uh, I actually got that from that book. That's the only thing I had to make. <laughs> Thank you. Um, Thank you, Lord. Bless you, God. But yeah, we're just making it personal. We're, we're admitting that God is my protection, my Savior, and that I trust you only when, when we say it like that. You know, Bo, that's uh, it. Just it, it's it's a reminder. You know, it goes back to like we talked about Caleb last week about. You know, he knew that he had the, the Bible says he had a different spirit, but he had that spirit of personal. It was a personal contact or a personal relationship. And that's why Jesus said it's a personal walk with God. That's why you have to make it. You know, people say, you know, I don't want to talk about it. it's personal, but yet you should want to talk about it because it, this is a relationship with the Most High. Yes. This is a relationship. That again, that you should be confident and say, yes, I have a relationship with Him. That's you know, it. I got a relationship with God, and I want it to be known. Because listen, do you ever have, you know, and I'll hush for no, 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 you're good. It's, it's like if you have somebody that's, um, you know, you've heard of people talk about name dropping. You know, like, you know, talk about somebody famous, a celebrity or politic, whoever, sports figure. You're like, yeah, I know him. You know, really, you know him? He's, yeah, he's, you know, we're buddies. You know, stuff. But that's how much more God should be to all of us. Yeah, sure. This is the this is the main one that you want to have a, a close walk with, not just oh, a, yeah. a person or a you know a figure of a celebrity, if you will, but the one that you can say, yeah, that that's mine, that's my God, that's and that's who I trust. You know, that's, that's <laughs> and that in in verse 14, we're going to talk about that that relationship. Amen. And uh, Jess said something in the truck. I said, well, we'll talk about that when we get into the lesson. (laughs) It's all right there. It's all right there. Those last three verses, that's God's word, like direct. Amen. From, you know, from David. That's through David. That's God's prophetic word. Amen. So that's so important. And we'll hit on that here in a second. Amen. All right, verse three. For it is he who delivers you from the snare of the trapper. Your book might say Fowler. Yeah. Um, and from the deadly pestilence. All right. Um, again, I want you guys to understand. This was written in a time where the spiritual world was just as real to people as the physical world. Yeah, come on. Yeah, come on. There, there was no in between. Demons were just as real as as we are sitting here. Okay. So, from that perspective, I'm going to explain what some of these words mean, and we're going to get into that for several verses here because it's not just pestilence that he's talking about. He's not talking about, you know, being bothered by something. These are names, okay? Um, This verse, he who delivers you, it is he who delivers you. That goes back to the Lord's Prayer that Jesus talks about. Deliver us from evil. Amen. He's telling you right here, he will deliver you from the snare of the trapper or the fowl. There's one guess who the trapper is, right? That's right. <laughs> we, we know who the trapper is. Amen. And these snares, if you think about, like, if you're hunting and you're trapping, what is a snare? It, it's something that's baited, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's going to catch you up. Yeah. It's going to have everything you want right there. Yeah. Any kind of temptation, any kind of 
little special treat or whatever you think you're going to get away with. Yeah. yeah. You get busted. Yeah. So yeah. it's something to bait you in. And what's on the other end of that? Yeah. Death. So he's going to deliver you from those snares yes. and from the deadly pestilence. Now, pestilence, if you go into, it, it takes a lot of research, a lot of work, but there's a book, okay? It's called The Dictionary of Deities and Demons in the Bible. Um, there's a, a free online version of this book. They take every one of these verses, they, they, they pull out these, these phrases, these words, and they explain how in this day, what the, what these demons were called and all that. If you try to buy a hardback copy, it's like a thousand dollars, right? Mm. But in that book, it explains the word pestilence. Okay, and this is pestilence is used more than once in this song. It's used in verse three and again in verse six. But pestilence, the the original word was dever. It was spelled with a v though, but it was d e v e r. But it's pronounced Deber. And what that is, is one of the three causes of wide-scale death, and it's associated with an actual demon or a demonic spirit by that name. Okay, the, the demon's name was Deber. And if you would go to the Septuagint, that, the old Greek transcript, it was actually capitalized like a name. So it, it just told you flat out, you will be delivered from Deber. Um, wow. Yeah, so it was... It was a specific demonic attack that he was talking about. And the, you know, the way that this demon would attack you is through pestilence. That's how they got the name. Okay, now verse 4. He will cover you with his pinions. Pinions are feathers. That's all. Yeah. Um, and under his wings you may seek refuge. Amen. His faithfulness is a shield and a bulwark. Some people might say buckler. Yeah. Um, but if someone else wants to take another verse, you'll see where Jesus references this particular verse in Matthew. Matthew 23, verses 37 through 39. Matthew 23, 37. Go ahead. Okay. Matthew 23, 37 to 39. <clears throat> 'Cause he always talks about, you know, under his wings, you know, and he goes around clucking and stuff. <laughs> but it, it's perfect. It's a perfect description. Amen. But that's that's what it's saying here. It's that same reference that you know Jesus hints to that under his wings you may seek refuge. Okay? Amen. And that those are big words too. You may seek refuge. It's your choice to to choose to take refuge under his Amen. wing. That's right. Okay? He's not going to come after you and gather you up. He's there. He's calling you. You come to him. Okay? Yeah. Brother Bo, you know, it's like you, as, as you're talking about, and this is the revelation for me and, and, and maybe for you all as well. Uh, Brother Larry <coughs> might already have it as well. Uh, but it's just getting more of a light who our battle is with. Yes. Yeah. You know, because a lot of times, I mean, in my Christian walk, you would just think sickness. You would just think, like, you or disease. You would just think all these afflictions. Yeah. But now it's been enlightened where what they really are. Yes, what what these are. Yes, These, these diseases, these mental health issues, Yes. these are actual spiritual attacks. Amen. Uh, we Amen. were talking on the way up here. 2022, I was physically ill four or five times. I hadn't been sick in 10 or 12 years. But we rededicated, re, rededicated to church this time last year. Yeah. You know, we, we decided that we're not going to back off. We're all in. About two weeks after we agreed to do that, I got hit. Mm -hmm. And I was hit after hit after hit all year long. Yeah. 
So I know what that is. Yeah. It just makes that much more obvious, and then we just get that much closer to God. Yeah, and then, come on. You know, the That's right. Amen. So it does no good, and this is a better year. Because, so. like you said, because people, how many times people go to, you know, they'll have something hit them, and they'll go to the doctor. We don't, we don't see right. it because it is a demonic attack. Yep. It's a demonic attack. Yep. Uh, his faith is a shield and a bulwark. Okay. Shield. Shield of faith. That's what it is. His faithfulness is a shield. Yes. Part of the armor of God in Ephesians 6 yes. is the shield of faith. Yes. Okay, so these are there's reasons why it's worded the exact way that it is every time. You know, you see it over and over again. So the shield of faith, and if we think about a shield, don't think about one that you see in the movies, you know, where he's got it on his arm and, you know, he's blocking this and that. These are shields like Spartans had. Where you put that end in the ground and you can sit behind it, squat down, and nothing can come at you. Okay, it's a full body shield. You're completely protected. Amen. You can hide behind it. Yes. You can hide under it. It's full protection. A buckler or a bulwark. That's a that's a wall, or a wall with a tower, a watchtower. You can see above it. You're protected. You can return fire from this tower. Mm-hmm. Okay, so God's saying. His, his faithfulness is a shield and this tower, this, this wall. Mm. That's verse 4. Uh, Brother Bowen, you know, you could add to that what Apostle Paul wrote. We are sealed mm-hmm. for the day of redemption. Mm. That goes right along with this year. Yeah. Preservation. It does. That's what, what, what that means. Good. <laughs> verse 5, we're getting back into specifics here on this one. You will not be afraid of the terror by night or of the arrow that flies by day. Mm. In today's terms, we think of terror by you know terror by night. Yeah. When we lay down at night, we start thinking, we start getting worried, right? Mm-hmm. All those anxieties and worries start hitting us. We start worrying about family and friends yeah. and all that stuff. Come on. And it's it's terrorizing. We get insomnia, we get worried. That's not necessarily what they're talking about. Um, I don't know if you guys are familiar with the the female deity, the demonic spirit of Lilith. Lilith, her name directly translates as terror of the night. So terror by night, they were talking about Lilith, okay? It's a demon. Uh, There's no good in it. So you will not be afraid of this terror by night, of this Lilith spirit. Or of the arrow that flies by day. Now, again, in Ephesians 6, he references the flaming darts of, of the evil one, right? Of the devil. Yeah. These wicked attacks, these flaming arrows. But, the original word for arrow here was reshef. Or reshef. And again, that's a demon. And it was the demonic spirit of warfare and epidemics. So you will not be afraid of the arrow that flies by day, of Reshef attacking during the day, okay, with war. Yeah. So these, these are two more demonic spirits that they're specifically referencing that you don't have to worry about. Amen. Amen. And then, again, verse 6, of the pestilence that stalks in darkness or the destruction that lays waste at noon. Verse 6, that pestilence that stalks in darkness, that goes back to what we already talked about in verse 3. Uh, the destruction is the root word to that. The Greek word was ketev. It was spelled with a Q-Q-U-T-E-B. It's pronounced ketev. And that's another entity. Um, it was the demonic spirit of destruction. Uh, they're named after what they do. Yeah. Okay, so now when people say they're praying against the spirit of anxiety or they're praying against the spirit of depression, same thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they still have these same names. They are by their name, like this, like their title. Yeah. Um, like I said, Second Temple Jewish period, Jesus's day, they openly believed in spiritual warfare. Uh, the demons are named in Psalm 91 out of the Septuagint. Um, it's interesting to look at that. If you, you can Google that stuff. You can find it online mm-hmm. and see how they actually name them with capital letters, like they give them proper names. Um, but you can see here why Psalm 91 was used in spiritual warfare. 
while it was used in exorcism, it's still used in exorcisms. Mm. You know, that, that's what a lot of times they'll, they'll pull this verse out, these verses out. And the thing is, these demons, they're not going away. They didn't die. They didn't <laughs> run off. Yeah. They're still here. Yeah. We just quit fighting. Come on. We started giving Amen. them excuses, giving them different names, yeah. and we just live with them. Yeah. And a lot of people get too friendly with them. Amen. So. Amen. All right, verse 7. A thousand may fall at your side and ten thousand at your right hand, but it shall not approach you. Amen. Amen. This is a big verse. Okay, and it, it goes directly into verse 8. And it's subtle, the way the way it's written is so smooth. I love it. Um, <laughs> it is. A thousand may fall at your side, and ten thousand at your right hand. Okay, now that would be, you would assume, war and plague. Yeah. Uh, when COVID hit, everybody was pulling this verse. Yeah. You know, it shall not approach you, right? Yeah. But if you read it, it says, but it shall not approach you. It. I, that word stood out to me. So I looked in my, my study Bible, That's and good. the word it had a reference. And it took back to a certain verse in Genesis. If somebody would take uh, Genesis chapter 7, verse 23, it's going to tell you, it's going to give you a hint as to what it is. Genesis 7, 23. 7, Genesis 7, 23. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Lord. I have it. You got it? Yes, ma'am. <laughs> Thus he blotted out every living thing that was upon the face of the land, from man to animals to creeping things and to birds of the sky, and they were blotted out from the earth, and only Noah was left, together with those that were with him in the ark. Okay. So remember that, all right? The destruction that God caused is wrath, right? If you go straight down to verse 8, you will only look on with your eyes and see the recompense of the wicked. <clears throat> so take 7, and it's answered by 8 as to what it is. And Genesis 7:23 explains what that is. A thousand may fall at your side, ten thousand at your right hand. But it, which is God's recompense of the wicked, won't approach you. Amen. That's good. Yeah, okay. Like like that's that. what that is. Yeah, that's good. So the like wrath that. of God. Whew, thank you. We Lord. stand here. We're we're <laughs> under His shadow, right? We're <laughs> seeing His wrath hit everybody else, but it's not going to hurt us. Come on. Because we've chosen the Lord. Amen. Yep. That's okay. Good. So yeah. it is the recompense of the wicked. Okay. And it's divine. Recompense means divine payment, and it's not a good payment. It's like a payback. Yeah. You know, you're getting what you deserve. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's good. Now, is that a, a hint? Because we'll we'll see the recompense of the wicked. Is that a hint about tribulation? I have no clue. Yeah. But you know, I'm just glad that we're spared. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm just glad that we don't have to worry about that. Amen. Amen. We're out of the we're out of the flames. All right. And and why do we just see the recompense of the wicked? That's explained in verse nine. For you have made the Lord. My refuge, even the Most High, your dwelling place. Amen. Because we have made the Lord our dwelling place, we will only look on with our eyes and see the recompense of the wicked. It will not, it will not befall us, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But again, we made the Lord our refuge. We chose to accept God. Amen. We chose His comfort and protection. Amen. Okay. And so when we read it, we got to say that we're choosing Him. Verse ten. No evil will befall you, nor will any plague come near your tent. Mm. All right? Now, it's, when you read that, at first when I read it, I started taking notes. It didn't make a lot of sense because it says, no evil will befall you and no plague will come near your tent. Or I was sick all year. Mm. You know what I mean? And you look in the Bible <coughs> or you read up on these, on the apostles, Evil befell them, mm-hmm. right? They yeah. were they were yeah. decapitated. They were crucified upside down. They were flayed. So, what sense did that make? You know, to say that. Yeah. Well, then it came to me. Uh, I, I started seeing it differently. I didn't read this anywhere. It's just it's just what I I felt like I received. That this is talking spiritually. Mm-hmm. Okay. No evil will take us over. No. Um, no, no plague will come near our home. 
<coughs> spiritually. Amen. Okay, our, our body is that home. Our body is that temple. So I feel like we cannot be possessed spiritually. Come on. Yes, we can be oppressed. Come on. We know we all have demons that try to attach themselves to us and yeah. bind us down or whatever. Yeah. But we our our spirit belongs to Jesus, right? Amen. So we cannot be overtaken spiritually Amen. by evil spirits or our families if they choose to believe. Amen. So no evil will befall you, no plague will come near your tent. You don't have to worry about possession as, as a Christian. I, I think that this is <clears throat> we need to be careful not to look at this in a physical sense. You know what I mean? So when it's talking about evil and plagues, it's, of course, it's staying spiritual. The whole psalm has been spiritual. Why would I all of a sudden want to make it physical? You know what I mean? Amen. Um, I think it goes back to when Jesus said not to fear, right. not to fear the one that maybe could destroy the body, right. but fear the one that could destroy the body and soul. So in yeah. other words, there is going to be things coming on the flesh. Right. But we don't still we don't walk by fear because God does not give us a spirit of fear. Amen. But a power and love and a sound mind. And we stay in the dwelling place to know that. Then it doesn't matter what comes because if God be for us, who can really be against That's us? That's it. Amen. That's it. Yes, sir. Amen. That's right. Thank you, Lord. Um verse eleven. This was good. this one's good too. Um, for he will give his angels charge concerning you. Right. To guard you in all your ways. Yeah. I love that. I love yeah. that. Yeah. That's big. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it's good. We literally have <laughs> angels assigned to us. Amen. Okay. Yeah. There you go. And they 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 lift <laughs> us up. They fight for us. Yeah. Um. It's huge. Yes, now, it. what are angels? I'm going to try to get into that in like March. <laughs> we're going to talk, talk about angels. Yeah. Uh, that's a big one. Yeah. Jess asked me that last month. She said, oh, that was great. You talked about demons a lot. What, what about angels? You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Angels are much better. But Amen. There's, there's a lot to angels. You know, there's different orders of angels. Um, they're not pretty women in robes with big wings that's not that's not what angels look like you know they come at you they look like a man yeah you know and Sodom and Gomorrah yeah when they went in there they were looked at as men mm-hmm. probably very handsome men yeah but just men yeah so but we'll, we'll get into angels later <laughs> Lord willing um, more on verse 12 they will bear you up in their hands lest you strike your foot against a stone this is a big one too because it gets talked about later Lest you strike your foot against a stump. So they won't even let you stumble. Right? If, you, yeah. if you're abiding in the shadow and you're letting angels protect you, they keep you from stumbling. Amen. Thank you. Um, they hold us so we don't have to worry about those things. They help keep attacks and the traps out of our way. But if you would look at, going back to Matthew, about the temptation of Christ, yeah. this particular verse, yeah. Satan uses this against Jesus, yeah. or he tries to. Yeah. Okay, so if anybody wants to read that one, it's Matthew chapter 4, right. verse 6. Matthew 4, 6. Matthew 4, 6 and 7, I believe. Thank you, Lord. Matthew 4, 6 and 7. Thank you, Lord. Yep. But he answered and said, It is written. Is that it? Yep. Man shall not live by bread alone, but every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of the Lord. Then the devil taketh him up into a holy city, and setteth him on a pinnacle of the temple, and said unto him, If thou be the Son of God, cast thyself down, for it is written, He shall give his angels charge concerning thee, and in their hands they shall bear thee up, lest at any time I dashed thy foot against a stone. That's right. And what did Jesus say in response? It is written again, Thou shalt not tempt the Lord thy God. There you go. Amen. Now that's kind of taken two ways. Because <laughs> when Jesus, of course, he's using scripture yeah. to yeah. fight back with, because that's our sword of the Spirit, right? It's the Word of God. Yeah. That's how you fight the devil. Yeah. But he also says, It's written, Don't put God to the test. Uh huh. So he's kind of looking at the devil and saying, don't test me. Yeah. 
You know what I mean? Because he is God. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So he's like, watch yourself. He said, the devil was saying, prove it. Yeah. He's yeah, because like, the devil wasn't sure. Yeah. The devil doesn't know everything. Yeah. The devil's trying to figure him out. So if you're the son of God, jump off here and let's see. Let's just see how let's just see how, how cool you are, right? I think Larry got something perspective on that. Oh yeah, what you got? When Jesus was baptized, yeah. and uh, God spoke out of heaven and said, "This is my beloved son, yes. who, who I am well pleased." Then he was the Spirit led him into the wilderness. But the devil heard that voice too. Yeah, Everybody heard it. Yeah. <laughs> so he followed him out into the wilderness. If he was who God said he was. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Is that good? That's real good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so he's like, let's, let's see it. Let's yeah. prove it. Yeah. Jump off here. Yeah, because he said it. Just see, yeah. see you do it. Yeah. And uh, that, you know, that's the thing of it is God, he doesn't have to prove anything. Because he, he is God. Right. He is God. And, and here it still proves to you. That angels are still in charge, you know, to 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 guard you with verse 11. Okay. Amen. I'll read it. It says, "Then the devil left him, and behold, angels came and began to minister to him." Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like, yeah, they're here. They're waiting. <laughs> Get out of here. Yeah, they're and here. And then they come to him. You know what I mean? How cool is that? Because it, it, it just proves to you that Psalm 91 is true. Lady, or. Uh, both you or Larry or Roger or anyone, when the Bible talks about when God is ministered there, when Jesus is ministered, what do you what does that mean? Have you studied that out to see what I did. have you Larry, what about what that because you're thinking, what are they ministering? What are they how is it encouragement? Strengthen the Strengthen them. Okay, yeah. And I think I believe that's what it is too, but I, I thought about that. Well, how could they minister to the Lord unless it was just encouragement yeah. to strengthen them? I'm sure. That's what I thought. Read that. That was my immediate thought. Yes. Minister. I, I'd say it's one of those. When, when the angels minister to him, yeah. Yeah. They, they had the encouragement. Yeah. 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 Because it shows that he loses. Yeah. The very next verse in Psalm 91, verse 13. You will tread upon the lion and the cobra, the young lion and the serpent, some versions say dragon, you will trample down. Now, the devil was real careful not to go down to that verse, right? Yeah. Because yeah. he would be admitting that he loses. Yeah. Um, hey, Bo. Yes, sir. Let me read a verse out of the uh, 34th chapter of uh, uh, Psalms. It says, The angel of the Lord encampeth round about them that fear him and deliver up them. That's another, yeah. Yeah. It's more See, proof. The, yeah. Amen. More proof it, that he is kept around us. Amen. So we have a heavenly host. Amen. Assigned to us. Amen. Praise yeah, I love that. Yeah, I do too. Um, the lion and the cobra, lion and the serpent, you're going to trample them down. There's another reference to that if you guys want to go to Luke chapter 10 verse 19. Luke 10, 19? Yep, it's more from Jesus. Jesus seemed to, to pull on Psalm 91 a lot. I think there's a reason for that, you know? Luke 10 and 19. Yep. I have Yes, ma'am. Behold, I have given you authority to tread, tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing will injure you. Amen. There you go. Amen. <laughs> That's the same thing as what verse 13 says, right? Amen. You will that. tread upon the lion and the cobra, the young lion and the serpent, you will trample down. Now, if you look at the spirit of the Lord with other biblical references of lions and serpents, um, the spirit of the Lord came on Samson, <coughs> yeah. and he split that lion in half. Yeah. That's the power of the Lord. Yeah. The Spirit of the Lord landed on Daniel and shut the lion's mouth. Yeah. Before David fought Goliath, yeah. David, who was a man after God's own heart, yeah. fought a lion off yeah. you know, to protect his flock. Yes. Um, Paul, bitten by a serpent, right? Yeah. Supposed to kill him dead. Yeah. Toss it off, don't think twice about it. Yeah. The Spirit of the Lord was on Paul, right? Yeah. Amen. So it, it's, just, it's just proven it time and time again. God backs up his word 
every time. Amen. And uh, it's, it's, does people get that like the snake handlers they call them? They say they get that from that. Where Paul shook that one off in the fire. Yeah, where you can pick up serpents and not yeah. be harmed. Yeah. That was yeah. in Mark 16. Yeah, that's where yeah. They, they take that that scripture there. Yeah. That you I can think pick they, them up. They, well, don't that? I mean, I would go back to you should not tempt God. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. That's where I would land. But. I mean, it, it, I mean, common sense <laughs> would tell you, you know, not pick that thing up. But if you if you step on something like that and it bites you, then you know, I believe you'll be okay. I think so I really too. Do. Yeah. But to go out there and play with it and you know. Wasn't it Sonia that stepped on a yes. copper head yeah. or something got bit twice? Yeah. She's fine, right? Yeah. Alright, there you go. Because yeah. <laughs> I'm sure you pray over it. Oh yeah. Amen. Uh, the people really take uh, <clears throat> you, we take God for granted mm-hmm. a lot of times and, yeah. and we panic out. And uh, when you just if you just stop and think, he is in control. Always. 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 And his angels you know, like like I said before, I was going down the road and I always would ask my angels to, you know, keep the deer away from my car. Right. And but I jumped in it and took off and almost hit this deer. And I said, Angel, what did I tell you? <laughs> and, and, and I remembered. I said, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't ask. I did. You didn't ask. I didn't ask them to yeah. take care of me. I said. I, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but they are as real to me as you are. Yeah. I mean, they should be. They should be as real to everybody. Yeah. You know. Mine watches over me all the time. All the time. Yeah. Uh, I fell once down at the house, and I just fell back again. The door just slid down in the floor. <laughs> <laughs> I said, Lord, thank you. I actually went out the door. Yeah. Know? But I fell back again and just slid down in the floor. And I, went. <laughs> I said, Well, thank you, God. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Jess leans on her angels a lot too. <laughs> it's like. I, I can see that she's picked something up, I think, from you. You know, about, about angels. There's definitely a, a, a faith in that. Yeah. But yeah, we all need to have that because it's it's telling us and it tells us time and time again Amen. that we're protected. We just gotta accept it. We have to accept it and acknowledge it. Yeah. And then take advantage of that. Yeah. <laughs> right? Amen. All right. Uh, the next three verses. These are God's prophetic word. Okay. Um, verse 14. God says, because he has loved me, therefore I will deliver him. I will set him securely on high because he has known my name. Amen. These verses kind of <clears throat> kind of choke me up, so <laughs> if, I, if I get all teary-eyed, I'm sorry. <laughs> but but they're, they're big, they're huge. You know, this is the word of God. This is where he's making his covenants with us. He has known my name. Yes. 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 That is so that, that's the one. Because yeah. he has known my name. That's saying, I, I have a relationship. Come on. Yeah. You, know, you know me. That's right. I know you. Yeah. You know my name. When you're talking about the Lord, you say, I know him. Yes. I yes. Know yes. Him. yes. You know, and you really do. Yeah, I've heard and you say that. And he knows you. That's it. And he knows you. And that's because he yeah. loved me. It's God talking. Because you love me, I will deliver you. Yes. Okay? Yes. Yes. For God to say that to you. Because you love him. That's all. That's all you gotta do. You gotta love him. You're making that covenant. You're choosing him. Amen. He's gonna deliver you. He's yes. gonna set you securely on high because you guys have a relationship together. That's right. Hallelujah. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Hallelujah. That's for sure. Thank you, Lord. So that right there, it's two it's two covenants that God's made. Thank you, Lord. We chose God and he makes promises with us yes. to deliver us and to set us on high. Yeah. Okay? Verse 15, God says, He will call upon me, and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will rescue him and honor him. Amen. So, again, this is saying, we call upon God. Okay, We pray to God. Mm-hmm. He answers us. He's telling you. He's going to answer you. That's right. He will be with you in trouble. He will rescue you from that trouble. Amen. And it says... And honor him. Amen. That's God honoring you. Amen. Thank you, Lord. That's crazy. <laughs> you know what I, mean? I, I, I can't wrap my head around that part. Uh, so the third covenant 
he will answer our prayers. Fourth covenant, he will be with us. Fifth covenant, he will rescue us. Amen. His sixth promise, he will honor us. Amen. That's, to honor somebody is to give them special recognition. Yeah. To give them respect. Wow. So to think that God will honor us. is honoring us. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Almighty yeah. is going to respect us. Yeah. <laughs> we do nothing to deserve it. Uh, no. No. But he does. Just love him. And yeah. That's exactly. Just love him and call upon him. Yeah. And he's got that for us. Okay. You know, Bo, and, and so many times people, Christians want to have this truckload of guilt and unworthiness. Well, and through ourselves, we're not. But right. who we have now, Brother Van said, uh, and it's so true, when we, the moment we believe we were clothed in his righteousness. That's, that's true. You know, You're we're right. clothed with him. We're Now we are something special because of him. We must be. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <It's honest. laughs> we must it's, be. it's not, you know, you know, you've heard that many times. Oh, I'm not nothing. I'm just an old. And I always, that used to bother me, even as a young Christian. Yeah. Old sinner, just saved by grace. Well, you're more than that. The Bible says that we've now been, we're placed in the family of God. We're actually sons of God. We're sons of God. We're more than conquerors. Yes. And so it's something to be so pleased with. And, and, you know, it's like, no, it's not in our own, but it's him. And that's why he honors us because who we are now in Christ. Praise God. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Last verse. It went a little faster than I thought it would, actually. Um, Verse 16. God says, with a long life, I will satisfy him and let him behold my salvation. Mm-hmm. That's two more covenants. Mm-hmm. He's promising us a good long life, a good long life, yeah. and to but behold his eternal salvation. Yes. That's the, the most, I guess, amazing one, the, the most special one. It's another we're going to spend eternity with God. That's right. Yes. Um, but these, these are, this is his word. If we love him, and we call upon him. He's made all these promises back to us. And God can't lie. That's right. right. Amen. Mm-hmm. Amen. So um, that's all I had. I just want to encourage everybody to use Psalm 91 in your daily prayer life. That's good. Um, I made it a habit. That's right. I, had an, I had a lady. She works at the high school. She's one of the custodians. It was about this time last year. We come back. I think we were going back from Christmas break or going into Christmas break, one or the other. And I just took a minute to spend time with her downstairs. Like, things were slow or whatever. Might have been my planning period or my lunch. But she took me into her little office, and she had her Bible open on Psalm 91. She told me she prays this over her children and grandchildren every day. I, I hadn't even looked at Psalm 91 before that. You know, but I fell in love with it then. And it's just, I don't know, it's just been special to me. And the, the, the fun or the ironic thing is that lady's name is Mildred. <laughs> I thought that was. I thought that was, of course it was. You know, yeah, it's yeah, perfect. Yeah. But I've I've adopted that song in my prayer life. Amen. And I pray it every single day. Praise, um, Praise the Lord. It's just. It, it's something. Just make it personal. Make sure that we we use I statements and mys and me's when we're talking to God, because He knows what the Word says. He wants to make sure that we're we're asking Him to direct. Well, when you talk to God, it's just like you talking to me. This is how I am. Yeah. And I say, God, this is me again. Yeah. <laughs> it's me. You know, and I, and I, when I pray, I say, Lord, the Lord, I need you to do this. Because uh, only you can. Amen. Yeah. If I could do it, and you wanted me to do it, I, I could do it. Mm-hmm. But it's Amen. something that I can't take care of. So I need you Amen. to do this for me. Uh, and you know I love you and I've served you all my life. I don't know no other way but you. Amen. You've got to help me. And he does. Amen. See, that's perfect. Yeah. I, I think we should have somebody talk about how to pray for us. Yeah. That's, that's it. You're humbling yourself. You know, you're telling yeah. nobody can do it but him. You're lifting him up and Amen. humble yourself yeah. and, and yeah. just ask for him what you want. And he's going to give you the desires of your heart. Yeah. Bo, that's, I learned something a few, I might have shared it a few months ago. What I do is I go to his Psalms uh, when he says, enter into his gates with thanksgiving and to his courts with praise. So the way I pray, and, yeah. and uh, it, when, before I start, I said, Lord, I want to thank you. I want to enter yes. your gates with yeah. thanksgiving. Yeah. I want to thank you for this, the opportunity to be cloaked in my right mind, have the, um, or the air in my lungs, the, the health that I have. I want to thank you for that. 
Now I want to enter into your courts of praise, and I want to praise you yeah. for what you've done. You died for yeah. me. You were buried and rose again the third day. So I want to praise you for that life that you, you paid for me to have life. And I want to praise you. Now my petition is this, and whatever that is. Right. And when I get done, I leave the same way I came in. <laughs> so I say, so I said, Lord, I'm leaving your courts of praise. I want to praise you for taking care of this petition, yeah. and I want to thank you. I'm leaving your gate now. Thanks to be thankful for what you're going to well, do. Well, I tell thank you, honey, the best is always the best thing is to have a song in your heart and on your mind. Amen. I mean, I'm singing all the time and, yep. and praising the Lord. And, you know, just in a chair that I'm at, <laughs> on the porch. Uh, and so when I'm when I'm ready, when I need to, <laughs> I'm, I'm prayed up, praised go. up. <laughs> but it's, it's like you said, it's just putting it, like you said, in, whether after you pray to praise him. Because Paul yeah. and Silas, after they pray, they praise God. Yeah. You know, so yeah. again, it's a it's a happy combination. It's a it's a common it's a common thing. It's a, I mean, when you're down and out, or you're hurting, and uh, it's it's a lot of people say, Sandra, it's just like mind over matter. You know, you get your mind on something else. Say your head's hurting. When you stump your toe, immediately everything up there goes to that. You know, so yeah. if you if you want something from the Lord, you know, if you're sick and you start work with me, I can't ever use nobody else because I have to use myself. But when you're sick, if you just lay there and you get worse and worse and worse and worse, the I mean, since June, I've been in and out of hospitals, up and down, up and down. Yeah. I mean, several times I've been close to going on home. But the Lord has not seen fit to take me yet. There's some other purpose I gotta do or something, you know. But uh, like like before I come to church, most I'd say ninety-nine percent of the time, it's something hits me like oh, oh my stomach or my bowels or something. I'm thinking, for heaven's sake, get away from me. Oh <laughs> <laughs> So if you learn a song that's why it's so important, if you just sing Jesus loves me or amazing grace, whatever you can utter out, he'll flee from you. It says resist the devil and he'll flee. That's that's what the word says. And another good template, or the perfect template, is the Lord's Prayer. Jesus says pray like this. And if you look at it, how he's he recognizes God, wants God's will to be done, mm-hmm. and then he asks for what he needs to ask for. Amen. Your food and everything's in there. And then he glorifies God again, and that's it. Amen. You know, it, it's a perfect template. Praise, Praise the Lord. Lord. That's all I had. So yeah. Thank you, guys. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. If you're like me and you like to go camping, hiking, hunting, um, just be prepared in general, then uh, I recommend you check out Squatch Survival Gear. Their packs are 100% made in America. Each component on the packs are American-made. It's a veteran-owned company out of Texas. Um, It's my buddy Chris. He started this out of personal experience. Um, in his military service, he, he fashioned these packs, you know, off of packs that he used that he had to modify to make them something that, uh, it's more, more convenient, easier to carry less of a load on your body and the, let the pack do the work. They're amazing. I own two. I have the, uh, the rock ape and the mothman pack. I love them. They're the best bags I've ever had in my life. These bags, 
are bomb-proof. I, I, I've never seen anything like it. Plus, they're comfortable. When I have them on, I can carry around. I can hike with 25, 30 pounds, and it, it doesn't strain my body. The pack does the work. Um, you have to see them for yourself. So go to SquatchSurvivalGear.com to check them out. If you decide to, to purchase one of these bags, use my promo code. It's 23BUMP this year. Okay? It's 23BUMP. Use that promo code and it'll save you 15% site-wide. These, these are packs of all sizes. You know, if you want something you know small, everyday carry, or if you want some kind of a go bag, like a, I'm not coming home bag, he's got them. Check them out, SquatchSurvivalGear.com, promo code 23BUMP. That's it for this week, guys. Thanks for listening. If you want more content, if you want to submit your own story to be on the show, if you want to listen to past episodes, or if you want to donate to the show, you can do all of that through thebumppodcast.com. So just go there, uh, explore the website, check it all out. If you want to sign up to be a member, it's super cheap. It's just $1.75 a week. You can cancel at any time. Get in on uh, all the, the new, latest, and greatest stuff we have going on. All right, so again, thanks for listening. I love you. God bless.
personally ready to submit your life to God and accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior. The book of Romans chapter 10 verse 9 says it really simply that if you confess with your mouth Jesus as Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead you will be saved. It's that simple. To be born again to start a new life as a child of God to join God's army to rise up against the evil forces that you know are all around you. You don't have to do it alone. I love you. Jesus loves you. And may God bless you.
Oh! 